0: All right, folks, welcome back. I know when you hear that sound, you know they're going to go into a high rant, okay? So we're going to have different episodes on high TV uh, before we go into visual media. We're going to do this on the podcast. So Cannabis News Now is going to be my objective and unbiased opinions and just basically saying the facts on uh, cannabis. I mean, I may squeeze a bit of bias in there, but not too much. But at a high rant, I really want to be where you hear my unvisceral, untamed Opinions. You know, I may curse here or there. I'm not gonna be as PG as I might be on cannabis news now. And I know I might have slipped you know a couple curse words on there, but I don't think I've passed the PG thirteen range. But anyway, the fact is today's first high rant is going to be about California. Now if you don't know, California legalized cannabis way back in January uh, twenty eighteen. And of course, if you're a part of the cannabis culture, you knew this already. Because at the end of the day, uh California, let me, let me backtrack, let me set you a timeline on California. California legalized medicinal cannabis back in 1996, okay? And that gives them 20-odd years of experience in not only producing some of the best quality genetics the world have seen, AIAIA, i.e. Cookies, and I.A. Shevinsky, and all these other great cannabis growers, Jungle Boys, the list goes on and on. And because of this, California was already known to be the number one producer and and number one quality producing state in the country. And for that reason, when legalization came on January 1st, everyone thought that it was going to be a seamless transition from the black market, which is which was thriving since 1996, into the recreational market. Now. If I tell you that the black market in California, isn't just people growing, obviously weed in their backyards or weed in their closets. No, 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 You have cartels who are funding some of the grow operations in California. You know, I'm not snitching, but I'm just saying that there's a lot of big money that goes into cannabis. Cannabis is after all, a very good business to get into. So for that matter, because yeah, we have senators in place in California that are not well versed about cannabis, are not deeply enrooted in the cannabis culture, they therefore make products, they make products, make bills and language and laws that relatively doesn't really help out the little man. And the people who have the politicians in their pocket, such as those million dollar grows, can afford these absurd, absurd, sorry, absurd, these absurd priced cannabis licenses. right so here's the facts we stated so far cannabis has been legalized for medicinal reasons in 1996 so we have cannabis who is enriched deeply in stitch and a deep deep part of California culture all right and we have present-day where it's legalized and the issue here that we're gonna go on is how the black market is probably the best bet for a lot of individuals who are still wanting to get into cannabis so Imagine you had a Benz, okay? And imagine you have been so passionate about cars and passionate about, you know, Mercedes-Benz since you were a teenager. You know, you used to drive around in Benzes even though you can never really produce or get a Benz yourself. You get my drift where I'm going here. You now get to the point where in 1990s or the 80s, you start to drive around in your nice Benz. It only gets nicer and nicer. It gets faster and faster. It gets even more well-tuned. Now, for this reason... You have no reason but to get a license because you've been driving dirty for over 20 years. You know, you decided, why do I need a license when I'm driving fine? The police doesn't worry about me. They're more worried about people who drive Bugattis. They worry about the bigger cannabis producers, right? AKA the cartels. And now 20, you know, 2018 rolls around, you check your watch, you look down and now you have a message on your phone saying, if you do not get a driver's license, you cannot drive this Benz that you've been driving around for almost 25 years. Or we will give you a cease and desist and cease your Benzito, all right? So no one wants their Benz to be taken. Everyone wants to be rolling around and driving around just fine. So a lot of these people are saying, listen, I've been driving my Benz for 20-odd years. Why the hell would I pay for a license now, especially when a license costs upwards of $200,000? Yes, in order to get a cannabis license in California, it is incredibly expensive. I mean... God damn! I mean, listen. I've heard I heard rumors in Washington that cannabis licenses cost upwards of potentially seven hundred thousand dollars. Now that's almost a million dollars you need in order to start a cannabis business. Now I don't know to you, but to me that sounds like you're edging people out. You're making sure that only the people that have money can play, like a pay-to-play, right? Almost like those games on your phone where if you have a whole lot of money just to spend on a damn game, you're gonna throw it at it and it's gonna be an unfair advantage. This is exactly what's happening in the cannabis market. A lot of the individuals who are passionate about cannabis and have been a part of cannabis for years aren't even blushing at the fact or even thinking about ever, ever paying for a license because at the end of the day, they probably make more money per pound growing it on the black market. There's no tax and their customers are happy. You know, I hear a lot of consumers in these legal states that, you know, pay money, you know, and, and pay the taxes don't like the fact that they get taxed. They, they, they hate it, in fact. And for that reason, the black market thrives in D.C. and Colorado and Washington and everywhere else. I mean, to now have have the audacity to say, now I need seats to sale in order to grow my cannabis. And here's the thing. It's going to sound like I am for the black market. I am for and I am anti-legalization. I'm not. I'm not uh, anti-regulation either. I think sooner or later, we're going to have to regulate, but we have to regulate in a better way. When we have people that don't know what the hell they're talking about writing laws, we're going to have problems like this. Like the people who are questioning Facebook didn't know how the hell social media works or anything like that. You can't deal with Facebook like you deal with other businesses, okay? This is an internet technology business. So anyway, uh, where do you think this is going to go? Do you think the black market is going to stay strong for years to come? Let's say five years down the line, you know, we're in the 2020s. And I want to know what you think the cannabis market will look like in California specifically. Because right now, the black market is still larger than the recreational market. Because at the end of the day, if you're making more money, you're going to stay where you make more money. And here's the thing also, all right? When I hear these $700,000 and $200,000, it almost mimics the classism that I see in other places, much like colleges. When you look at colleges, the w- wages over the past 20 years have not changed. However, the percentage of, 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 of cost have risen exponentially when it comes to college costs. So you have individuals who may not come from any affluency and may not have any disposable income, you know, available to pay for college out of pocket, have to resort to getting loans. And these loans can be a detriment in the future if especially you're going into, you know, a field that whose job outlook isn't as bright as it used to be. You know, you're paying for all this money for a bachelor's degree, you're 40 odd plus thousand dollars in debt. And now you don't even have the the uh, the financial mobility to now spend money to invest. You don't have enough money to take risk because in the end of the day, you're focused on paying back this loan. So I'm pretty sure there are individuals who are passionate about cannabis, want to be in the industry and are taking out loans just so that they can compete and say that they have a legal Cannabis business—they're seeking out investors. They're losing ownership in their partner. and Soon enough, it's not going to be their company anymore. So this, this, this honestly there's a lot. And I think in the coming future, we're going to see a lot more stories about how legalization seemed like this darling. There are a lot of dark stories out there. You if you're a smaller grow operation and you're and you're producing over you know two hundred to three hundred thousand dollars a year, you don't have two hundred thousand dollars liquid to spend on. Is license, so you're gonna stay in the black market because at the end of the day, you're putting food on the table, all right, for your for your family. You're paying schooling for your children. At the end of the day, you're 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 funding your way of life. And if getting a cannabis license means going broke and getting loans and now being in debt just to pay for a business that you were doing fine without, then so be it. And that's why I think a lot of growers are, are 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 even thinking. I read a part of a Marijuana Business Daily that said that. You know, a guy believed that in the future, there's probably going to only be 20 people, 20 companies who now own all of of cannabis in California. And for this reason, you're going to have a lot of individuals, uh, unfortunately, be squeezed out and already squeezed out you know whose plants have to be destroyed who've been growing for 30 odd years you know i watched someone's mother who's been in the weed business had 25 foot plants in northern california in the emerald circle can't afford to you know follow prop 69's laws and therefore have to you know leave the business and you see unlike college where you can get scholarship for your hard work and the work you put in beforehand there ain't no scholarships in california and that's for damn sure This has been High Rants with High TV. Follow us on Hepatron National on Instagram. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or anywhere else you're listening to us. Just remember, we love you. Have a great day, and thank you for listening. Stay tuned, and stay high. High TV.